Welcome to the Liberal Europe Podcast, a European Liberal Forum Project. I'm your host, Ricardo Silvestre. Today I'll be speaking with Olga Lewandowicz. Olga is part of the Liberty Foundation in Poland, and we'll be talking about the Freedom Games that are going to happen in Łódź this month. And after our conversation, I'll be introducing you to some of the events organized by ELF during this first part of September. I'm here with Olga Lewandowicz. Olga, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Ricardo. I asked Olga to come and join us to talk a little bit about the Freedom Games. But before that, tell us a little bit about the Liberty Foundation, where you work. Something very interesting. You guys are not in Warsaw, but in Łódź. So tell us how that came about and what are the main goals, objectives for the foundation? Well, of course. Um, Liberté Foundation, so in Polish, Fundacja Liberté, was founded by basically a group of three friends back in 2007. Two of them are still my bosses. Uh, at the foundation, I am responsible for our foreign relations. And as a foundation, as you've mentioned, we are not located, funnily enough, not in Warsaw, but actually in Łódź, which is directly in the center of Poland. This is also one of the largest cities in the country. But we try to decentralize because most of the initiatives that are aimed at being pro-democratic, pro-liberal, still there are not many of them. Even if they exist, they are based in Warsaw, in which there are no other options apart from us. So we try also to spread and promote liberal values, pro-democratic, pro-European values also in which because we find it very, very crucial. As far as the Freedom Games are concerned, um, they have started six years ago, um, but for now, this is one of our main activities, as you have also mentioned. Apart from that, we are basically operating as a publishing house. We run magazines, we publish books, we translate books, we organize events as well. We also own a um, small restaurant slash art gallery in the center of Łódź, where we also host a lot of events that are in line with our mission and vision. And the mission and vision is clear. We stand for pro-democratic, pro-liberal um, values. We try to promote the rule of law and open society in Poland, hoping that soon, despite the difficult situation, as probably most of the most, uh, most of the audience are aware of, in Poland is not as colorful right now. <laughs> I find it really interesting that you mentioned that it started with three friends. Actually, they're your bosses now, so yes. that is a kind of a strange <laughs> dynamic. Do you guys get along okay, or do you fight a lot? Oh, no. Actually, I don't fight with my bosses at all. <laughs> Sometimes we have some differences of views, but since we have the same goal in mind, they are very quickly remedied, so that's not a problem at all. Okay, so it is possible to have a bunch of friends that do start a foundation like yours. So how big is the foundation now? So you mentioned the uh, slash restaurant, slash art gallery, slash cafe. How many people do you normally have uh, rotating around the foundation? Of course, um, at the foundation per se, there are six people who are employed permanently including my two bosses, Błażej Lenkowski and Leszek Jarzewski, who are the president and vice president of the foundation. Uh, apart from me, there are usually two more people who are in the foundation working on the projects 
and that we do as the Liberté Foundation. But since we also own this small venue, we also have a manager uh, who employs, uh, well, simply bartenders and employees of the of the art gallery. Uh, so this varies between five and ten people. Uh, however, as it usually is, is the case with such places, uh, they those people are not really truly involved in the activities that we run at the foundation. This is simply a byproduct uh, that helps us realize the mission, having the venue. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a good blueprint for people listening to us and thinking, hey, we're, I have a, but a, a group of friends, I can do something similar. And uh, to also to recommend the work that uh, Foundation Liberty does in Poland. Now let's talk about Freedom Games a little more specifically. Please tell us um, how did it start and how was it its goal? And across the years, how did you saw that project was born and flourish? Uh, so as I had mentioned, this year we will have the sixth edition already. We have started in 2014. Um, when the format was quite different, the goal was basically the same, to engage audiences in a liberal debate, to promote liberal ideas. Um, even back then, and before the change of the government, those ideas were not really something that people were so much familiar with. Uh, even though we live in a, dem a liberal democracy, sometimes we keep forgetting what does it stand for. Uh, so we tried to organize an event around around those values and as such we started uh, big <laughs> uh, we started okay. with uh, a week-long event back then uh, which had a number of panel discussions keynote lectures uh, but also concerts concerts music concerts and this is actually the format we have stuck with so apart from you know very content-based value and events based around values we also try to engage the audiences also as regards culture, because we believe that without the culture, democracy cannot really flourish. Yes. Uh, throughout the years, uh, throughout the years, the format, the length of the event has uh, been altered. Now we um, organize two and a half days, a very intensive program. Uh, this year we will have over 100 sessions running simultaneously in different different rooms, um, hosting over 200 250 speakers. Uh, so this year, this will be definitely the biggest edition yet. Um, we hope the program will be attractive enough to attract also the largest amount of audience so far. It's very impressive. So many people, so many uh, panel events. And as you mentioned, also so many people coming from all over Europe. But I want to go back a little bit to something you mentioned, and that it was before political changes in Poland. Uh, why did you choose the main th theme for this year? How do democracy win? Is related to just to that, or uh, like you mentioned, it's an, uh, a wider lens on liberal values and policies? It's definitely a very broad approach we try to take every year. Uh, this year, the theme seemed quite obvious. Well, uh, the entire Europe is struggling with anti-democratic uh, tendencies, actually. And this has been happening for, for a while already. Nevertheless, uh, we believe that now, in the year that many countries in the eastern part of Europe will be hosting 
parliamentary elections. And let me mention that this year Freedom Games are organized in September. They start on the 13th on Friday and then run, they run until Sunday of the 15th, which in Poland is actually precisely a month before the elections. Uh, and we try to show, we will try to show how we can succeed, how we can maintain democracy, liberal democracy, because this is what we mean by democracy, of course, uh, in these tumultuous and troubling times. But yes, of course, the perspective will be, will be definitely broader. We'll be covering a number of themes that are related to democracy and safeguarding democracy, but which touch upon a variety of themes. Uh, for instance, media freedom, uh, whether women can save democracy, migration policy, how, what is the future of that, uh, free trade and peace, how these themes are related, LGBT plus rights, uh, education of the youth, but also impact of aging on the society, but also, of course, climate change, because we can take care of democracy, but without protecting the environment, we cannot make it sustainable. So also such things as sustainable development, zero waste or circular economy, all this will be of utmost importance to us this year. Without going too much into this topic, but I had to ask you this, with the size of the event, with so many people involved, and exactly in the political situation that we have in Poland nowadays, do you feel anything extra? Like, is there some discomfort from part of the government or from uh, the kind of political structures that are far from liberal values or you guys are still going under the radar? Well, as a foundation that clearly stands for liberal values and promoting democracy and the rule of law, which is probably the most problematic uh, area in Poland right now. Um, it, I think we might mention that since the change of the government back in 2015, the foundation, all the funds, governmental funds have been cut for the foundation. So this is definitely, this has been definitely a challenge for us. And this also goes for Freedom Games. Uh, so we had to, as I have mentioned, we started a year before the change. So back then we received support from the ministries, from the Ministry of Culture, for instance, and we were hoping this will continue, even though we were obviously securing also other funding uh, from local or national or foreign, foreign um, grantors. However, um, in 2015, this has changed dramatically and definitely I don't want to say that there is some kind of hostility because there is not. However, we are definitely being at times criticized for going against the current by the by the ruling party. However, we try to reach out to the other side always. We always try to invite uh, the representatives of the ruling party. However, so far, uh, only last year, or was it two years ago, um, the advisor to the president of Poland has actually visited us and delivered a sort of short speech. But apart from that, um, there was not much feedback, sadly. I know the importance you uh, have when I mean you, of course, I mean the Foundation Liberty on pan-European corporations, and these corporations are continued. Tell us a little bit then how do you reach out to other organizations and then how do you make things happen? We are lucky because we are a member of two networks, um, European networks. One is For Liberty EU, operated by Friedrich Naumann Foundation. 
uh, we are actually the coordinator on behalf of the foundation uh, of this network. Uh, so this is already a huge potential for us. We have 15 other think tanks from uh, mostly Central and Eastern Europe that actually very often year by year become the partners, the content partners of the forum. Uh, but we also are a member of um, European Liberal Forum, so ELF, uh, for which we are very thankful because actually this year we'll be having a very special part of the program in cooperation with ELF uh, that will tackle precisely those more European uh, themes or even the global dimension that is also crucial. So yes, uh, without the partners it would be very difficult to operate. Uh, however, I also feel that I should mention that it's not only European partners, but also transatlantic partners. Open Society Foundations has been also a very good partner to us uh, for the past few years. And we also, thanks to their support, are capable of maintaining the, the quality and the level of the event uh, as we always dreamed of, basically. This is fascinating and I'm going to stay here for a little more because this is one of the keys to victory, and this is exactly how to work with other organizations. So how does this thing happen, meaning that you guys have a list, um, do you just ask people, just bang on doors like we normally say, do people come to you? Tell us a little more, a little more about how this mechanic goes for people listening to us and thinking of doing something similar. Well, the, the beginnings are always challenging. Uh, yes, that's true. First, we were basically researching the options. Uh, so back in 2014, when we knew that something might be changing, uh, we started applying to reaching out to even... Um, now they seem to be our natural partners. However, by, back then, uh, being based in Poland, it didn't seem so obvious. So now we cooperate, as I, as I mentioned, with Open Society Foundations, with the Atlas Network as well, when we are talking about the transatlantic cooperation. It's basically researching grants. Once you manage to secure funding for the first time, of course, trying to create an appealing project that might show the potential also not only on the national level, not only on the European level, but also on the transatlantic level, so the global level, basically. Uh, then it is more, more likely for you to have a long uh, and sustainable relationship with such a, mm, such a foundation. Uh, well, so this is actually the fringe benefit of having to face uh, very difficult and troubling times in Poland, because since the change um, in the government, uh, well, foreign donors started to be more willing to support also more liberal organizations in Poland. And we know that some other foundations or, or, or movements in Poland are also supported by the same partners. Without them, it will be very challenging to, to operate. That's really interesting. And you just mentioned there is the need to have an appealing program. So let's talk a little bit about that for this year. Appealing program, I know part of it. It is very appealing, but please tell us a little more about it. Some teams that you are particularly paying attention and also some uh, events that can launch liberal debate at a larger scale. Tell us more. Mm -hmm. uh, so as I have mentioned, we try to champion various formats. This, is, this has always been the key for us. So we not only organize panel discussions or debate or keynote speeches for which we know such forums to be 
and be the case. But we also organize literary meetings with writers and authors. We also host workshops, not only for adults, so to speak, but also for children this year as well. Uh, and each day ends with a music concert, which is also quite crucial because this is also the point of the program that very often attracts the audiences first and they, they then they start to research what is this event, what does it stand for. Uh, and we have seen quite uh, some success with that in the previous years. When it comes to the, um, to the themes, I have already mentioned some. However, um, it's also very important to, to, to acknowledge that uh, this year, and this is something quite uh, interesting, I find, uh, we will have host a huge variety of Polish and, and foreign writers, which is quite curious. Um, one of them, uh, you probably more, more, most of greater part of the audience have heard about him, Mr. Frederick Martel, the author of Sodom, which has been very broadly discussed this year. Uh, so talking about the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church, uh, I should probably also mention that we promote secular society, which is also quite important for us. So not only open society, but also um, living in a Catholic country it's quite important for us to, to promote also um, those values that are basically the bread and butter for, for a huge uh, part of Polish society. Uh, we will also host Ms. Masha Gessen, also a famous writer, uh, French philosopher Bernard Guetta, uh, but also politicians, which is also quite important, um, since we cannot talk about the change, a liberal change without um, having the support of politicians, not only the Polish ones, but also European ones. So we'll host Ms. Kathleen Czech, um, the notorious Hungarian MP, who is now the member of the Renew Europe group. Uh, Ms. Kaya Kalas uh, from the Liberal Estonian Reform Party. Uh, when we talk about the rule of law, there will be a number of Polish uh, constitutionalists, uh, judges, former judges in most cases as well. Um, or specialists uh, in, in law, in not only Polish, but also in international law. So Professor Marek Safia and Professor Eva Wentowska. Uh, when I was talking about our partners, I have mentioned uh, Atlas Network. This year we will be lucky enough to um, have as one of our speakers, Mr. Tom G. Palmer from Atlas Network, who will be precisely talking about trade and uh, peace. What is the relationship between that? Uh, the list of speakers is huge, as I have mentioned. We have already confirmed around 200 of speakers. So um, I simply encourage all of you to check out our website. Uh, the domain is in Polish, but if you type in Freedom Games Poland, you will easily find it. And the program will be definitely something uh, that we hope will be a treat for everyone. And we also put the link on the podcast description so you can go also there and check it out. And with all this, Olga, it's impossible not to go to Wuj. So I'm going to ask you to please help us uh, make our traveling plans. So what is the best way for anyone in Europe to get to uh, Wuj and to the event? So we do have an airport, which might come as a surprise to some people, because usually people traveling to Poland assume that which even though it's in the center of Poland, it, not, it does not have an airport. We do have an airport, it's called Lublinek Airport. Um, 
But it's true, the number of connections are quite limited. However, if you live in London, Munich, Dublin, Nottingham or Athens, you can even take a direct flight to our airport. Uh, there is also a number of connections that run via Munich. Uh, so with one transfer only, we can you can get easily to Łódź. But if that's not the case for you, you can easily travel to Warsaw, which is approximately one and a half hour from Łódź. Um, and as you probably assume, that since that's the capital, the number of plane connections are endless. Um, so we strongly encourage you to come to Łódź. This will be a very, very, I hope, interesting and challenging food, not only for thought, but also for, for change. Without trying to look too much into the future, actually, you're very busy right now organizing this one. But how would you like to see this uh, continue? Can it grow much more? Can it just uh, start getting more refined here and there? What would be your vision for Freedom Games in the near future? Well, we hope to continue. This is our main goal. We hope to make it truly an annual and still unique event on an international scale. Uh, we try to attract the attention not only of local residents, not only of Polish citizens, but also of international audiences. And we actually started succeeding in that last year. And nevertheless, it's only the sixth edition. Usually with, with such huge events, it takes time. And nevertheless, even last year, we hosted three and a half thousand of participants, which was quite astounding even for us. So this year we are prepared for much more people. Uh, in the next year, well, we hope we will see already some change in not only the political system, but also in the society. And we hope that this possible change, if it comes, um, will be even a more welcoming environment for such an event as Freedom Games, because we will always stand for liberalism, for democracy, for the rule of law and for open society. And without people who are supportive of, of, of these ideas, well, we cannot succeed. Indeed, and there is a need to go from the bottom up to promote those political changes. And this kind of event, it's really important. But I'm going to stay here a little more. Liberty Foundation, it's not associated pol with political party. You're just working for the society and for the improvement of the society. But as you mentioned that one of the hopes that you have is that things can change politically. Do you have that as a goal? Is that, as you mentioned, comes like as a consequence? Do political parties then come to you and ask you to be more of a part of the process? Can you tell us a little more about that? No, we are an independent foundation. We operate as a non-governmental organization. We are not affiliated with any party. We uh, try to remain un unbiased and we do not support any party in particular. And we will never do that, at least I hope so. Uh, because this is the only strength we have. Uh, we are try to be... Um, we try to look at every party that comes to the political scene in Poland uh, without any sympathies, without um, also any prejudices. However, the recent developments clearly show that this is not the direction um, we want Poland to go. Uh, and so, and we try, we do our best to bring the change from, as you have mentioned, from the bottom uh, upwards. And um, this requires from us 
the work to promoting uh, liberal values and democratic values and pro-European values, which are also very crucial. Uh, and we hope that our audience, audiences, so the future voters, will simply translate those values into their political choices. Well, again, I would like to commend the work you do. It's fantastic. I invite everyone to uh, go to Wuj. I will. So I will be seeing you and all our listeners in there. And also, uh, again, uh, all this information will be both on the Freedom Games website and also on the European Liberal Forum website. So you can check that out there. For now, Olga, I'm going to ask you if you have one a final message to our listeners. Well, since the main theme of this year's edition is how do democracies win, I hope that in the near future we'll all see how democracies do win. Yes, and we will do that together as Europeans. Well, Olga, this was a really interesting conversation, and this is a fantastic event that I hope everyone goes. For now, I'm going to say goodbye to you. And of course, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thank you for having me and thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>
forum.eu forward slash events. The Liberal Europe podcast is organized by the European Liberal Forum with the support of Movimento Liberal Social in Portugal. This podcast is co-founded by the European Parliament, and the European Parliament is not responsible for the contents of this podcast or any news that may be made of it. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the European Parliament and or the European Liberal Forum. <laughs>